0: Mean old Lion Media presents Wardrobe Boss.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to the Wardrobe Boss Podcast. I'm Eliza Perilla, your hostess, and I am the Wardrobe Boss. And I'm here to chat about personal styles, successful mindsets, and living your best life on purpose. Uh, as a personal style coach and home organizer, part of my mission is to help people see who they genuinely are in a positive light, and I choose to do that through wardrobe. I think we can agree that we all need encouragement and community to remind us of who we truly are from time to time. Today, we're here to talk men's style and mental health as it applies to wardrobe with Joel Alvarez of Daringly Dapper. Hi, Joel. How are you? Welcome to the podcast.
0: Good, good. How are you? It feels good to be here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it and I'm excited.
1: Well, we're glad to have you just as well. Um, Joe, I know that you have a thriving career in a city position here in New York. Um, Many, many in your particular field are not stylish and could use some tips and learn to be a bit more dapper. (laughs) Uh, One of those men who work with you told me about how great your style is and how it inspires him to want to dress better. And so here we are. So I'd like for you to tell us a little bit about yourself and what does playing with style do for you personally?
0: So for me to give you a little bit of a heads up, I work for New York City Transit and I started off as a conductor. As a kid, that was my dream job. And that's what I wanted to do when I was a kid. I thought it would be great to just be around trains. I used to love being around it when I was a kid. I would play around with it. I would, and growing up in the Bronx, we would have the Ford train um, right by my window and I would sit there and just look at it. And I'm like, this is incredible. How cool is this? And then when I was a kid, I would take the uh, the broomstick and I would use it and I would play with it on the floor thinking that it's an actual train. And I would make up my own routes and everything. And I thought that was incredible. And it's crazy how it's all manifested You know, later down the road. I just I ended up doing my dream job and I love it. And it's been great. And now um, just seeing it through that, I before then I used to work retail and I did it for 13 years. And that happened, um, I've always liked style since I was a kid as well. So I've had two passions in life, which was trains and menswear and style in general. That being said, um, once I, I did retail for 13 years and I started off with doing stock work, then I got into sales and I realized I really enjoyed that whole experience of just doing sales and interacting with people and getting curious as to what what is it about style that they like? What gives them inspiration? How do they come to this point where they're like, oh, I like this piece? And how do I go on doing that? Uh, so I did that. And then once uh, 2012 hit, I was able to finally get my dream job working for New York City Transit, being a conductor. And I loved it. And what I would do as a conductor, I would wear like I would wear like tie clips. I would wear I made my own vest where I would do where I would use it. And I had this conductor's hat that I would always wear because it was part of my, it was part of the uniform. You don't have to wear it if you don't want to. But that being said, I would wear it every day and I would and I would just play around with it. And growing up, I used to see this guy on the four train and he looked so impeccable in his uniform. And I said, that's the guy I want to look like, like that's him right there. Forever I became a conductor, his pants were tailored and I said, Whew, I gotta get with it. So the, I've been living through like this, it's almost like I'm trying to create my own perception of how it would be like if I would if I was a conductor and how I would do it, and I would get my pants tailored. I would I have an actual tailor and I would go to him every few weeks and just take the shirts in because the uniforms weren't that fitting. So I would take him in. And it was just insane. He's like, this is just a uniform. You sure you want to do this? I'm like, yes. And it has to look the part. And when people would see me, they were like, wow, who's this guy? Like, who are you? And I would wear my, like, how I would wear these really cool glasses because we had to wear safety glasses. And I would put, I would create my own safety glasses (laughs) in terms of, (laughs) and it's crazy because I had a pair of Tom Ford (laughs) glasses and I would put, like, I will put like little safety things on the side of them uh that being said i decided to um <clears throat> i would notice that a lot of people where i work with aren't as much into it they just treat it as a uniform and i felt it's so much more than just a uniform how you look the first impressions last and how you look you know people care about that and i think in general and i felt for me like i want to look the i want to look the part at least that way I'm being treated, you know, a way that I want to be treated. But I just think it comes down to just personally, like oh. how you feel and how you are as a person. It just comes down to your aesthetic.
1: Um, You know, I, I felt so much joy when you were sharing that because I was like, that is exactly like why I'm here for, why I do this, why I do what I do. Because, and these are the great stories of New York, of the people of New York, right? When people see influencers that, you know, I never, not that I'm against, I'm not against anybody, but I'm not against any influencers who have millions of followers, but I always think you guys are not paying attention to the real influencers. I'm not saying they're not, but I'm saying you're not paying attention to these guys over here. Let me tell you about these guys over here, because these are the guys here. So like, you're that guy on the train now. And I feel like that's how it works. And just hearing your story about, you know, loving the trains and then loving style. And then you married the two together and you're enjoying it and just taking in your suits, like the pride you had in that, that is so cool. And that's why I wanted to have you on here because I want people, especially men to know, okay, you may not have had that dream when you were a kid, you may not have a more appreciated style, but there's always a way to incorporate that into your life. If that's what you need to do to make it better. Right. And that's really what this is about. So thank you for sharing that. That was so, um, it just made me so happy.
0: Uh, <laughs> thank you.
1: Do you think that many men have no sense of style or they simply don't care? Uh,
0: You know, I think men do. I just think I'm going to just take living in New York City, for instance, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: growing up here and seeing, growing, uh, growing up from New York, from the Bronx to Washington Heights. And one thing I started to notice is we do care. I just think, that is not like for me i'm obsessed i love this i eat breathe sleep this 24 7 even on Sundays. Mm -hmm. but i do think that growing up i noticed that we do care how we look it's just not i don't think it's just expressed and that being said i think any man wants to look good i mean who doesn't want to get a nice compliment and say wow this looks great on you i just think that as we get older like it's just the lack of knowledge, perhaps, or also finding like your own aesthetic, because that's, uh, it took me years to figure out, hey, this is really what I love, or this is the way I want to dress and how I want to express myself to the world. And I think what happens is a lot of men, they may not have that direction, because perhaps they never, they just thought, oh, I'm going to get a pair, like, I'm going to get a pair of Jordans, and I'm just going to just wear those because they look, they look cool. But How about going in a little bit deeper and finding out, okay, well, what looks good with the Jordans? What kind of jeans? Are the jeans a little bit wider? Like at the bottom? Are they wide leg? Are they a little bit narrow? Um, Does it look good with this shirt? Because let's face it, like depending on the sneaker, it's either the design could be a little aggressive or it could be more subtle like a pair of Stan Smiths. But that being said, how do you dress it and I think a lot of guys they may not know or have that knowledge on terms of okay, well, you know if I get these pair if I get these pair of sneakers, maybe a tapered leg may look better than a, than a wide leg or whatever the case is, but I do think that men do care they just may not be as educated on it though
1: okay, so I've noticed that when i and this is not now, this is not current. But when I used to go on the online dating sites to date, I mean, I ran off of there so fast because most of <laughs> what I would see, and I'm not being, you know, I'm not, <laughs> kind of funny. I'm like being so real. I would notice that most, most, and when I say most, what I saw, 80%. Madre was- mía care about grooming. There was no care about grooming. I mean, at all. And I was like, what is happening? And the bathroom selfies and the taking a picture of yourself with a construction outfit. It's like, whoa, whoa, what, how are you presenting yourself here? And so in your opinion, do you think that men's lack of personal style affects their mental health? and or self-esteem like you know like for men that they're like you know i don't care about that i'm not into that do you think it affects their mental health or their self-esteem
0: absolutely and i think um i'm gonna take myself for as an example i realize like how much you know i think growing up dressing up and liking style is one thing but i didn't realize how much of an impact is actually made in my own life Mm. and i feel that when you look good You feel good, and when you feel good, you do good. And that being said, um, I think that it's so important to just being able to find ways to express yourself because it meant like mental, mentally, I'm gonna give you an example. I was, uh, so there's been times, of course, there's days that you have days that you're feeling good, days that you're not feeling so good. So the days that I would feel a little low. I would just you know I would just go to work or do whatever and it's fine and then I started to think you know how do I get out of this funk how do I help myself a little bit so what I I did an experiment let me dress up one day when I go to work and just put on my favorite suit or one of my favorite pieces of article of clothing and when I did that I didn't realize the amount of compliments that I would get oh wow you look great how like you looking you look incredible how is this you look great. And I was like, oh, thank you. Not realizing that if you only knew I am <laughs> sick or today is not the day for me, I have had a lot going on in my life. I am not a hundred. And then when I remember, I told one of my colleagues about this and and she was like, mm, <laughs> you sure don't look it, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> and when I, And when that, and what I learned from that is that sometimes even when you're feeling low or if you're sick, it's so important to just get up dress up and put on one of your favorite pieces of clothing it could be anything it could be from a pair of sneakers to your favorite blazer to your favorite hat something that gives you that makes you feel good that helps a lot and it and also and it's crazy because you wouldn't think that the rest of your day wouldn't you know it just flows if you're not good it's just like ah it's just a blah day but when you dress up you just feel great and then all of a sudden things it goes it goes from feeling a little low to so now you're just going up and now you're feeling wow, you know i feel a little bit better now and i'm feeling a little bit good about myself i may be sick but it's not that bad because it's mental so i do think it does help a lot
1: that is a great um i guess suggestion right because now we can make it a suggestion but mm-hmm. I can even take that and use that, right? Like when you're not feeling good, show up as your best self and then let it catch up to you, right? Sometimes it has to be the other way around. So I, yeah, I think that, thank you for sharing that. That is a really- And I also wanted to ask, like how do you, like for instance, how do you,
0: cause you're also very stylish and you also have a great sense of style. Like how do you, when you're not feeling your best, like how do you go around, how do you go about doing that and saying, okay, well, like how do you pick yourself up from that
1: that's a great question um for me yes um my clothes do help and so but what helps more than that is and this this is not i'm not saying this is real for me like i if i'm in a funk i have to mentally go to the root of what's bothering me and you know sometimes I don't even know what it is. I'm bothered and I keep going and I keep going. Right. And then in a few days, it'll hit me and I'll say, Oh, that's what bothered me. Oh, that's why I was upset. So I really have to reel my mind in to something that even if the feeling doesn't pass, I have to say, well, I'm going to focus on this because I have to focus on this for my mental health. And I have to keep going. And sometimes, you know, you've got to, I don't go through this, but I know that people sometimes are like, and I can't even get out of bed. I cannot afford to not get out of bed. I have got, I feel like if that's where you are, get out of bed. So I can't stay in the bed and figure it out. And believe me, it's, it's my favorite, most comforting place is to be like a burrito and have covers over me. (laughs) And where I'm safe and no one can bother <laughs> me in my home, but I've got to set my mind. I've got to get it set up, um, to get me out of failure, no matter what. And that it's, it's hard. hard, it's easy to say, and it's hard to do, but, um, I have a very, very strong, um, faith. Life, I guess you can say, or faith walk or prayer life, or whatever, and that gets me out um and it's you know it's not like, oh dear Lord, please save me today, no, I'm like really, I go deep, and so I know how to get myself out, and does it always work? no, sometimes it doesn't at at in the time frame that I'd like it to, but it does, but one other thing I'm gonna say that I always do is. I don't like to leave my house without makeup and I'm not talk. I'm not a makeup girl. I don't do a full face of, ma- of makeup, but I like just the minimal so that I feel good. And maybe on that day, I might wear a colored lip because on every day, well, I save a colored lip for when I'm going out, but maybe I'll wear a colored lip or colors colors, because sometimes colors. colors can make you feel down. But if I need to use my wardrobe to get me out, you better believe I'm going for the brightest color. And you're absolutely right. When you go out, people notice that. And that's one of the reasons I stopped wearing black. I was like, you know what? Women in New York, it's a sea of black from September to March. It's a black handbag. It's a black coat. It's black boots. It so... I do not own one black coat. I own a navy coat, but I decided I'm not wearing any more black. I own um, maybe a few pair of black boots, but I won't wear it with, rarely do I wear all black. Now, interestingly enough, today I'm in all black, but um, I really love the pants that I'm wearing today. And I sometimes I like a monochromatic look.
0: Now that you're mentioning this, I don't have a lot of articles of clothing in black either. For quite a bit, I didn't wear it.
1: And why is that?
0: I, You know what it is? I just felt that just like you, I felt that in New York where we either wear black, we wear a lot of black, we wear a lot of gray. And I just felt, I didn't want to do that. I'd rather just go with Navy. And I think Navy pops a little bit more to the wardrobe mm-hmm. than something else. And I also felt that it doesn't, it doesn't lift up my spirits in terms of just wearing black. So I'd rather just wear either navy or a good contrast also like an army green. I don't know if you've experimented with that.
1: Oh, I have quite a bit of military um, fatigue. I love fatigues. Ah. And sometimes I wear my fatigue when I'm feeling like a little badass. I'm like, well, today, yes. today you're getting this girl. So it it depends on, I dress according to like my mood. What's my mood today? What do I want to look like today? So um, yeah, that's definitely a thing. You know, I, it's funny because I have some clients that they live in New York, but they work in Los Angeles a lot or they work in right, these sunny places. But then when I go into their closet, I'm like, what's going on here? The first thing I notice is color. So it's a sea of black. And I'm like, well, of course they called me into their wardrobe because they don't when they leave New York and go to LA and everyone's wearing lighter clothing, they're wearing darker clothing. So they're not making the connection that that is what's right, that
0: that's
1: (laughs) that's bothering them. They don't realize that. So I don't even tell them, right? Sometimes I tell them, sometimes I don't. I'm like, I know exactly what to do. So I inject the color without them even noticing. And then they'll call me and they'll say, I got a text this morning. Good morning from Los Angeles. Um, I just want you to know A B C D, um, and I'm like, yeah, I know what it is. The, it's the color change, and they're not noticing it. But I'm getting it in there. Believe me when yes. I tell you. Yes. And do you,
0: you think? Do you think also? Is it because maybe? Is it because we live in New York? Because when I go to either L.A. or go to Miami or go to Dominican Republic, because it's such a warmer climate, you're you're kind of inspired more to wear different colors or or even well, it, experiment. Right. Try something. Oh, I didn't know this looked good in my complexion or or because I feel that most most feel that, okay, black looks good on everybody. But what about if you try a different color? What happens if you try like we're talking about like a military green or a brown, depending on your complexion? And I do notice that what like (laughs) I have a friend of mine that he also he has a lot of black and when he travels, he's like, I don't know what to wear. And it's kind of like, okay, well, have you been open to trying different colors? And, and I've always been curious as opposed to why people don't experiment more with color.
1: I think because we live in a long period of winter that that, that somehow we just defaulted to that. That's where, I, that's where I think it came from. I haven't done my research, but I do think that that could be something that does affect men, right? in their mental state, when it comes to style and dress, because if you work, whatever industry you're in, then you, you dress for that industry, right? So unless you're an investment banker or you work for Tom Ford, right? Like you used to work for Tom Ford, unless you're in that environment, you're not going to dress like that. You're going to adapt to your environment. And then you dress like that. So that could be, um, it could be why men do struggle a little bit with mental issues. And it it sometimes, it may sound so stupid, but it could be that, you know, I did some research and this is true. Uh, According to the National Institute of Mental Health, 42% of men between 18 and 25 years old have mental health issues, as well as 46% of men between the ages of 26 and 49. And I didn't even break that down into color because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if what color, right? It just matters. It's it's a staggering number and it made me really sad. And, you know, I think something as little as you, right. Being on the job or being out and men talking to you, because I know when you're a man of style, Men approach you. I know they don't know how to approach you, but they do. And I really applaud them for approaching you. Um, and something as little as saying, you know what, maybe if you try some color, and then you can say, I think green would look hmm. good on you. I think blue would look good on you because you're right, blue is a super powerful color. And just so that you know, when I got the call about you, the person who was calling me was a family member, but the person said, you know, there's this, this guy who I admire the way he dresses and he, he kind of does what you do. And we've worked together for years. And I think he's so awesome. And I I think that maybe he should um, talk to you, but I don't know how to approach him. And I thought that was such a fair question. And I was like, well, just say, this and then he was like, Oh, yeah, why didn't I think of that? Like, it's not. <laughs> um, I think that it it's intimidating for men. I have a friend who was a very famous singer, and um, he still sings, but um, he is now, I mean, that was in his early days, right? In his young days, and now he's a maitre d of like one of the most popular restaurants in New York. So everybody knows him and everybody who doesn't even know his background, they want to know him because they want a seat at this restaurant. Right. So that, so, but every time that he's working, men come up to him all the time and they don't know how to approach him. And they're like, um, I, I really like your bow tie or I really, you know, that's cool. Like they don't know how to approach him and he could tell. And he's like, oh man, I wish I could help this guy. But, you know, and, and he tries, he talks to them, but I think men are whatever it is intimidated or whatever to go up to, to other men. And so I think that I wish I could see that more. And I wish I knew how us as women could be more supportive by helping men and not by saying, I'm a woman, I'm going to tell you what to wear. I'm a gay person, so I'm going to tell you what to wear. No, I, I think that they should explore it on their own and find their own sense. Some men want to be told that that's okay. But some men, it should be as simple as, you know what? I noticed that when you wear this cut of pants, that look those look good on you. Or if, you know, that blazer looks great on you, but you've got to get the arms tailored and you've got to play with the length of the ham. Like these, li- um, it's the little things.
0: I, um, even for myself, I'm learning how to, because these things aren't taught, like how to give other people compliments. Mm. And I've, um I was reading something about this in terms of, and I'm trying to do this on a day-to-day basis where I would give someone a compliment. And that could be from anything like, hey, I just like, I like your glasses. Or I think your glasses look amazing on you. You you look great. Or it could be little things. And also I think as a man, how do I approach other men? And I'm learning and I've and I've been trying to do my best to just continue to learn this. Like with some guys, you don't you know you don't know because it you don't want to come off as as weird, like oh and it's more like like yesterday I saw this one fellow, he was wearing his jacket looked great. And I just went to him, excuse me, brother this jacket, you're owning it. You're owning it, you're killing it. I don't know how, the way you paired it, it looks amazing. And I just wanna give you props on that and I think you're doing great. And um, you definitely gave me some inspiration behind this. So I just wanna say, keep it up, man, keep it up. And like little things like that, are like, oh, well, thanks man. It's not coming off as like weird or anything. It's more like complimentary, like, hey, you know, I do like your style or I do like this. Or if I see someone that I, the sneakers, like this is one guy I saw one time that he was wearing these really cool sneakers. And I was like, brother, excuse me, I don't mean to bother you, but I just want to let you know, yo, those sneakers right there, they, that's it. I don't know how you got them, but they are like, they stand out. And then I would just have, oh, so tell me about them. Like, how did you, how did you find these? Or is there anywhere that, do they have them in different colors? And most people, when you come off of them in that way, they'll be more than happy to help you like, oh yeah, I just got them here, blah, blah, blah. And then you just continue going on from there. And I think also you were referencing also like like, how do we do more of that to help other men? It's just more, I think also men also have to be curious and you have to be curious, like I'm very fortunate and lucky I've traveled. And I think when you travel, you go to different cities, even in the United States, let's say if you're not the person that likes to go out to Europe or the islands, or South America, but just even going to California or Chicago, that'll give you a lot of it. It'll give you a diversity of thought mm-hmm. that you didn't have before that you're, oh, okay. I didn't know this was like this or, well, wow, that's different. That looks interesting or, you know, little things like that. So I think things like that also definitely help. Cause if you notice, I'm going to take cars, for example, all right here, we like to, here you see, you do see nice cars but not everyone is as flashy, but if you go to LA, you notice they have with the big rims, they got the hydraulics, that's a LA thing, but you don't see that here in the East Coast as much. So seeing that you're like, oh, okay, that's different, but you only go through that and experience that also through traveling, which also goes back to mental health as well, because that really gives you a, um, with that it helps you realize how other people live and i've always been fascinated with how do people do their day-to-day routines as opposed to how i do my day-to-day routine right like 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 someone that lives out let's say in Marrakesh, when they wake up in the morning do they wake up and have tea do they get up and you know do they get up and have coffee or things of that sort so i've always been fascinated with like things like that Or right. i don't know if you've ever thought this but
1: <laughs> um i think that when because i live in the city and i'm always in the city I wonder that people who live in a big house and have all this space and outdoor space, like, do they get up and have their coffee on the porch? Do they eat breakfast up? Because I would, do they look for the deer? Do they listen to the birds? Because those are things that I don't get to do all the time. And so um, when I do, I try to enjoy it as much as possible. And I think that all these things do tie back to mental health. You're right. Um, New York is, a city where the hustle is real right it's all about I have to be great at my career and I have to work this amount of hours a day and I have to have the car and I have to have this and I it just it's that kind of mentality and so sometimes we even even forget what's important and if it's not that. It's I I have to make ends meet. I have this kid, that kid in college. I have to pay a tuition. And I think for men who are supposed to carry most of the burden, that's hard. Because if you're the head of anything, the head of your work, the head of your department, the head of your household, then there are all these people who depend on you. And that's, I think that was part of the reason why I said, how can women be more supportive in helping men? Because even these little things, this may sound so stupid to somebody, but it's not because it's real. And I love what you said about compliments because I am so guilty. I would be like the first person charged and thrown in jail if they were giving fines for people who give compliments because I've always been like that. And I spend my entire day walking down the street, giving women compliments. But you know what? I find that there are so many women who do it too. And that's one of the things I love about New York. There's so much character here. Uh, and oh. I love when, we're, and listen, there are some people that you'll give them a compliment, they'll act like they didn't even hear you, or they'll give you the minimal thanks. And to me, that's okay too, because that says to me, they are so insecure, they need that as armor. I don't need it as armor. I play with it. Those are two different things, right? And it is a it's it's a part of me, but it's a part of me expressing the best parts of my personality. I don't oh. need it. Armor. I don't dress for armor. The only time that I dress for armor, like I said, if if I'm going to, I don't know. It depends on where I'm going. But if I take the subway, you work on the subway. You know what it is. When I take the subway, I don't wear heels. I have a whole routine. I don't wear heels, (laughs) even though I wore heels two days ago (laughs) and took the subway because I was only going three stops and I did have high heels. You know why? Because on the subway. And I've said this so many times on my podcast, but I feel like I got to be ready for anything. You work there. You know really so I'm ready. I have a crossbody handbag. I'm not wearing a cute clutch. If I'm gonna, if I need to dress like that, I'm Ubering or I'm driving my own car. But if I'm running around the city or like that particular day, I had a very fancy dinner to go to. So I was like totally dressed up and then I had color on. So I was, I could have been an easy target, right? To anything. <laughs> right. But if I know I'm going on the subway, I might wear like my fatigues, my a fatigue jacket and some sneakers or something. I think I want to give the look that, yeah, I'm cool, but please don't play with me because you're going to have a bad <laughs> day
0: such a New Yorker
1: <laughs> you know such so it's Yorker. right but um, I always meet but then on the other side to that sometimes I meet people on the train and talk to them for because they're like oh I love your and I'm like oh I love your and then it becomes this whole conversation and I think these little things are great for men and their mental health, things like getting dressed, things like liking what you wear, things like traveling the world and having a global, um, a global mindset. I feel like I have a global mindset. Sure. When I'm in the city, of course I have my city, but I think when you have a global mindset, then you, it, it, it just does help to add broaden your life. And I think we are at a place where a lot more people travel. So most people are there. And I do see men um, being a little more expressive with their style and being more stylish. To the fact, I mean, to the point that I think men are dressing better than women in some areas. And I said it, I said it, I own it. No matter who comes from me, I own it. The men have stepped their game up. And I want to see this continue in a big, big way, in such a powerful way that the mental health numbers start to change for something as little and minute and stupid to some people, which it's not stupid, that just dressing better can help you feel better and make you be a better self.
0: And I wanted to add to that in reference to that. I think, um, so a few things. Growing up, I've noticed that I never had a skincare routine and also it was almost weird like if you're if you are a straight man like oh why don't you just use soap and water and then growing (laughs) up you realize madre mia that is (laughs) not (laughs) what you should be doing but i'm no and now as i've gotten older i've realized that you know it's it's become a lot more acceptable like hey it is okay to have a skincare routine, it's okay to, you know, to wash your face at night. Um, It's all right to, you know, to put on, to put on things, you know, put on lotion, making sure you have um, a good skincare routine. And that's something that even for myself as a straight man, I've had to learn that. And I didn't know like, oh, I just, because I thought it was just soap and water, not realizing, no, you actually have to start formalizing a skincare routine and how you do that and being okay with that. And, be, and I remember in the beginning of even that journey, I, I, I found it a little embarrassing. Like when I would tell people, yeah, you know, I kind of, you know, I, I put things in my face just to make sure that I take care of myself. I moisturize just because I just, you know, want my face to feel fresh. Because also, I consciously thinking the first thing people see is your face. So why not protect it? And why not take care of it? And I think now it's become more acceptable to that. And and I'm very, I'm liberal when it comes to things like this. Like, look, if you feel that you want to get like Botox or anything like that, or if you want to go for it, if that's what's going to make you feel good and happy, why not? And it's not something that it has to be, oh, well, as a man, I'm not supposed to do these things. Look, if you really want to do this and that's what's going to make you happy, brother, go for it. It's all there and i think it's important to and even little things like that it helps it helps um i also think even how you live not a lot of people realize this but i think how you live how you have your home set up mm-hmm. it makes a big difference i i feel for me i don't like i don't like clutter i grew up around it and i feel for me it's not something that i want in my place but when i come home I try to make sure i make i get when i get up in the morning i make the bed every morning because i feel that's a great way to start the day and when i come in i make sure when i'm coming home i open the door and i'm like ah i'm home it feels great (laughs) you know and these things matter so little things like that they they help so much um or even in your home like i didn't realize this i like candles i would have never thought why would I spend X amount of dollars on buying like a Lilabo candle? Why would I do that? But then I realize, oh, it smells amazing. And then when I come home and my place smells like this, I'm like, whew, this is what I'm talking about. So it lifts up my mood a little bit. And I feel like even little things like that really matter. So yeah, I think it's so important, like there's ways that we can do this from style to how you live, to how you take care of yourself, to traveling, exercising. And even just taking walks i've i've found that to be so therapeutic for me just taking walks and just seeing what's around me and sometimes i'll put music on and sometimes i'll just listen to the sounds of the city because that's what really makes me enjoy my walk and i think those kind of things really help and i feel like that's a really good way to start and also like Because let's face it, we're human. We're going to go through these things. But if you could just do things that you enjoy personally and being unapologetic, I think it's so important to know being unapologetic to be okay doing these things and giving yourself permission, no, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to do this. I'm going to go to the movies by myself. Who cares? I'm just going to go. Why not? And being okay with that.
1: I say bravo to you for making the bed first of all, right? <laughs> there's so many, there's so many meaty things you said there. Bravo to making the bed. You know, making the bed is like one of the first things I do that makes me feel productive, because when the bed is made, it it's almost like it gives me permission to now start my day, whatever that is. So, you know, that's so important. Having a clean home, my gosh, I just can't, you know, the thing about the candle that people don't get, they think I wouldn't pay that much money for a candle. What's the difference between a candle? There is a difference. You want the candle provides atmosphere because is yes, intoxicating. So it provides atmosphere. And who doesn't want? It's like when your clothes, um, you put those downy beads. I I'm obsessed with those downy beads because when then I put a blanket on my bed, it just feels so fresh and clean. And who doesn't love that? And you know, if there's any man who's listening to this and they think, ah, you guys are just because you like fashion or you know that's metrosexual, let's take metrosexual and throw that in the garbage. I don't even Please. like that. That's like plus Please. size. Like, can we throw that in the garbage too? I don't even know what it means. I don't care. What? Why do? Why can't you just be a man and, and appreciate, be appreciated for being a man? Everybody else gets to celebrate who they are and do what they do and everyone else supports them, but just being a manly man is not okay anymore? No, 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 no. I don't agree with that. I... Who comes for me? Come for me because I got you. Believe me, <laughs> I'll come right back. So, um, yeah. Can we just, um, celebrate men where they are? And I don't think that no, you know, I know it's a lot to change. It's a mindset to change, but it's okay. If you're a man who has a clean home, that doesn't make you anything. But a better man. It's okay to dress a great way. A uh, wear color. Put a, a a flower lapel on your jacket. That doesn't make you anything but a better man. A well put together man. A well grounded man. If your home is clean. If your finances are in order. Like you know, Ooh. let's talk about it. And for any man who feels like. That's too much. I'm so far away from that. And that's why I feel down. You find somebody who's there and you partner with that person, but you listen to them because doing it your way hasn't worked. So (laughs) try it someone else's way. um, And then maybe that'll help you get out of your own way.
0: And to that, I do want to add as well. I think it's so important. Um, I think growing up for me, I was, oh, the way you dress, you're such a metrosexual man or this and that. And it's like, okay, so what is a man supposed to look like? Am I supposed to look sloppy? Like, am I supposed to be a person that I'm not neat? And I feel that what's wrong with having a clean home? What's wrong with looking neat? And also what's wrong with just being a straight up man and just wanting to do things because you want to do them? What's wrong with being a person of you know, that wants to take charge on certain things in life because it makes things easier. Like I feel for me, my responsibility as a man is how I, one, how I look and how I behave and how I conduct myself around others is really important. And I think that what's wrong with all of that? I feel that there should be, why is this all of a sudden looked down upon or, oh, you dress well, that means you must be metrosexual or you must be gay or whatever the cases and it's like no i'm just a man that just likes nice things and what's wrong with that i buy flowers in my home because i realize, and i like and i buy flowers because when i went to hawaii i was inspired by the flowers that i saw in hawaii and i like how i felt when i saw them so what's wrong with me buying flowers in my home and make it look nice what's wrong with me buying plants and taking care of my plants like why is that such a bad thing? And I feel that we do, we need to change the narrative on that where, look, a lot of us men have evolved. And a lot of us, as you mentioned before, are into style. We have our stuff together. We're independent. We have career jobs. A lot of us do things that we like. A lot of us are innovative. And all we want to do is just be men and be okay with that And it. And I do feel that we're, to your point, we're going through an era where it's like, okay, well, what is a man supposed to do? And it's almost like if you're a man, if you're a straight man that just wants to do his best, it's almost like it's looked down upon. Oh, well, you're too you're too old fashioned, or the case is, well, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with having some some rules from back then, but being able to evolve from that. And I do think, and I wanted to mention this, and I do think this is where we also come into play being well-mannered, being well-mannered matters. And I think if you're not well-mannered, it, it, like people look at, if you do have manners, it's almost a, it's almost like a bad, they could be looked at as a bad thing. And it's like, well, wait, I say, please, I say, excuse me. I say, thank you. I open the door for others. And it's not just because I have to do it it's because I want to do it just because, Hey, if it makes things easier, why not? And I feel like that's another thing that we definitely have to discuss is like why are why is being chivalrous a bad thing, you know?
1: I think what's wrong is you kept saying, What's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong with this, what's wrong? What's wrong is that some people want to stay behind and what's wrong is that uh, I mean, and and what's happening is that some people want to move forward and we're stuck between that. And so what happens is that if a man does have manners, if he is chivalrous, if he does dress good, if he smells good, if his car's clean, then all of a sudden he has to be, oh, I don't want to say has to, but he might be gay because this is, people think that only gay men can do this and straight men can't do this. We're killing that today. We really need to Amen. kill conversation. Because I will just say this and and then I'll ask you one last question, but, and I I know that everybody can't speak to this, but my dad was in the military and then my dad was um, a homicide detective and, um, you know, When you're a homicide detective, you need to walk into a place and talk to people with a suit on most of the times, if you want their respect. You know, I don't know where that came from. I never asked my dad about this. We rarely never, we never spoke about like fashion and stuff. But as a little girl, when I would look into my dad's closet, he always had, his shoes had shoe trees. His shoes were shined. His belts were never never saw ratted tatted belt, ratted tatted shirt, ratted tatted nothing on my dad. His car was clean and my dad is a manly man, a very manly man that I've seen some of the toughest I've gone to pick him up for lunch and seen some of the toughest men. Go in that uh, police station and say, I'm here to surrender to detective, whatever, for murder, because they heard my father was looking for them. My dad is not a man who plays, very manly man. And so, um, and I'm sure that training came from the military, right? The training came from the military. And then your value system is what you get at home. So we need to get back to that. And we need to, you know, not to say it's okay, like we're giving somebody permission yeah, it's okay. We don't have to give, we're taking it. We're not asking you for your permission. Amen. We're here. This is where we are. And I think that men need to keep inspiring men. And then you let us know how we can support you too, because I just don't believe that you have to have a label right? Everyone's like, no, but love wins, but love wins. Well, love your men. Love your manly men right where they are and help them to be better men. Because I feel like while everybody's sticking up for everybody else, nobody's sticking up for the men. So I just want to stick up for the men today. I do. I really do. I have so many men in my life that I love and they're awesome and wonderful. And you know, I'm sticking up for the men.
0: I wanted to add to that also. I wanted to just say like for me, just support, support, encourage, and also like I feel like any, like anyone, we like compliments. We like compliments. Yeah, we like to look good. And if I'm and if I'm with my girlfriend and we're having and we're out in the streets, i like, and she compliments, Bobby, but Orenaka, you look you look great. Look at this, hold up, and I'm like, where really? Thanks, they, 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 Okay, okay, and you know, and that gives us that little bit of extra boost that we may need. That you're kind of like, oh. This, it makes us feel good. And I think that's so important to understand that at the end, we also like compliments. We also like to be wanted. And also how the message is portrayed. If something doesn't look good on us, we like being tailored straight up. Yo, this doesn't look good on you. How about you try something different? How about you try this? All right, cool. You know what? I might just... Or, hey, I noticed your face is dry. How about we... Have you tried, have you tried, you know, have you tried a face? Have you tried a routine in terms of like taking care of your face? You know, you, you look great and you still want to look youthful and young. And that's important. Like try that and little things like that. That's important.
1: Well, I'll ask you this last question. I know you're thriving, um, in your career and you really like to explore your personal brand through fashion. So where would you like to see that go like do you have any goals of where you'd like to see that go or you're just having fun where you are
0: so i've been wanting to to do uh styling for quite a bit i've been getting into that space like i've i've been trying to get out of this it's taken me a few to get here but um i started a blog daringlydapper.com. lee com. check it out if you get a chance and it's just about things of some of my passions from travel to how to dress, to dressing well, to just finding pieces that you really like and love. And that's kind of led me to just maybe I want to be able to start now styling men and just helping men find their aesthetic, find their sense of style. And I think especially growing up in New York, we're more more, um, into more like streetwear and things like that. And I feel like not that's okay to have, but not every man loves that not every man loves that and I feel like there's other men out there that just they may want to put on they may not wear a suit but maybe they may want to get a suit and just break it apart and I want to be able to start teaching that how do you do it how do you go find them the right suit how do you go find them the right pair of denim and things of that sort so I'm gonna I'm venturing off into that space I'm realizing that's a passion of mine and I really enjoy it and I also like photography and it's like how do I evolve from all of that so I've been thinking of um perhaps styling and then just, I would like to do, I just recently had my first client where I styled him and we did a photo shoot and that really made me feel good. And I just wanted to see, I think for me, what makes me happy is when you look at someone with, a, with an article of clothing that they really like and they're like, wow, this looks, I, I don't even know what to say, that I love. And I think that's, um, that's definitely something that I want to get into.
1: Well, because I do that every day, I know that feeling. It never gets old for me. It never gets tired for me. And um, I definitely encourage you to keep doing it because it really, like, there's nothing else that I want to do. I don't have any other goals. This is what I want to do until I can't work anymore. And if something comes along the way, that's great. But um, it's not just about the article of clothing. And that's what you'll learn when you do it It's so much more. Like someone told me the other day in their closet, they're like, you know, you're more like a psychologist. And I thought (laughs) that was pretty funny. But, um, you know, you see a person change and it's a lasting change. And, you know, any little thing I think that we can do to make ourselves feel better while we're here, there's nothing wrong with it, especially if it's something that um, it's not drugs, it's not alcohol, it's not something that has... You know, this has a lasting effect because it really meets you somewhere in your soul. And that's kind of why I like doing this work. Um, I I do want you to give all your handles of where people can find you. But before you do that, I definitely want you to please consider men over 50, I would say, because just like women, men do lose their way, and you don't have to lose your way over 50. Like, you, the the 50 is not old. I don't know where people get that from, right? But we're not here to support that. So, I just want you to not forget that population because there are many men who really want to be dapper, especially when they retire, especially when they're at a certain age, especially when their kids are grown up, why not get back to you? You don't have to sit back and die because your kids have left, like live, get back in the game and live and have fun. And you know, so just please don't forget those men. Cause really Got it.
0: That that <laughs> will definitely. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. And it's almost like for me, I'm trying to learn more in terms of even with demographic and I do and to your point like that feeling of people just feeling good inside and just and and I've noticed just through conversation it's true it's it is almost like a psychologist like you're just trying to figure things out what makes them happy what doesn't make them happy what how what makes them look good and what and things of that sort but it's interesting because you know what I'm definitely going to look into that in terms of uh, men that are a little that are over 50 over 55 because I do feel most of my inspiration comes from that age group, which is crazy to me. And it's crazy because I wouldn't think that. And a lot of the men that I look at, that I admire, they're older. They're not younger. They're not younger. They're much older. And they have aged gracefully. And And when I look at it, it's like, that's how I want to look when I get older. When I get to that age, when I get to like in my 60s, this is exactly how I want to look. And that's, And I think that's something that, should be said and i and also one last thing and i do feel that experience matters experience and age matters because you've done it you've been through it and it's it's okay if you're younger and you're and you know you're starting off but most of my style most of the things that i look at like my style inspirations they're not from younger people they're mainly older i do get a few things here and there from the youth but the, the people that are older than i am they've they're polished i love that
1: Well, I think position for the people's champ And that arena is open, so you might want to get on in there. I don't see anyone like you know standing up for them or supporting them. Like, I don't think they should just be forgotten about. I I just don't. I thank you so much for coming on. I've just felt like we could keep talking and talking. I'm like, all right, I don't know who wants to listen to this much of this podcast. (laughs) But you have all these people who you know who work for the MTA who look up to you, so they might get to know you a little bit more um, through this podcast on your blog. And so I'm really excited for you. So please let all my listeners know where they can find you, where they can meet you and you know, how to meet you on Instagram.
0: Wonderful. So my, um, on Instagram, you can find me under Joel J O E L underscore, underscore Alvarez, A L V A R E Z. That's me on IG. Check me out, hit me up. And I have a, I just have a website called daringlydapper.com. dot com. So definitely go and check it out. Let me know what you think. Um, yeah, so that's how definitely a good way to find me. Same thing on Facebook. Uh, but I'm out here. I'm out here. I'm out here in, in the social media world. So, but that's thank it. you, thank you once again for having me, and I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you for coming on. Thank you for being open. Thank you for sharing your thoughts and your knowledge. And this is what this podcast is about. I just want people who are living it. I don't care how many followers you have. Are you living it? Are you, out, you know, when you're out there really living it, you don't have time to be taking selfies all day and posting them. So I, I, I need to make that clear because people think, oh, if you don't have 10,000 followers, yeah, but remember your 10,000 followers, you're taking pictures every day. That is what you do every day. We're out here doing what we love every day and working that every day.
0: And lastly, I do want to say, like, for me, I don't have a massive following. I've always believed I'm always going to be niche. I'm not going to have a million followers. I may not even have 10,000, but I do like quality. And I think quality matters. So that's what I can say, quality.
1: Agreed. Thank you so much. So everyone who joined us today, thank you for joining us. Um, You can subscribe at Wardrobe Boss Podcast on Apple iTunes or wherever you find your favorite podcast podcast. bring, listen, bring your uncle, bring grandpa, tell your auntie, tell, you know, just tell whoever you want, who you think, oh my gosh, I think that you, you guys are into style. So you may, you know, those people, yeah, just, you can send those people. Yes. Let them hopefully enjoy something, learn something and just be inspired. That's what we're here for. So thank you everybody for joining. You can find me on wardrobe Boss on Instagram or wardrobe boss podcast on Instagram. And that's basically I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on everything, but that's where I live. So I live on Instagram. You want to find me, you have a question. You can find me there and you can find at Joel at J O E L underscore Alvarez, A L V A R E Z on Instagram. And thank you for joining us today on the wardrobe boss podcast. Don't forget to like subscribe and leave your comments. Your comments are Super important. Always welcomed. I thank you and have a wonderful, awesome day.
0: Wardrobe Boss is hosted and produced by Eliza Perilla. Executive producer, Ken Johnson. Find the Wardrobe Boss podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Wardrobe Boss is a Mean Old line Media production.